Welcome to our joint venture with Mind Wars and the Awakening Podcast. You'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org and we're on BitChute as well as Mind Wars and Awakening Podcast. How are you, Chris? Good as always, right? Yourself? I'm grand. I'm four. He's looking at me, so I'm uh, yeah, just being, par- <laughs> being paranoid. Well, you see, if you lift up a bit further, we have the COVID-1984. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Good old Orwell and his tricks. Um, I'd say he'd be twisting and turning his grave, actually, for what uh, he predicted. And so it actually gone further, further afield than what he's actually um, he actually said. But, um, yeah, moving on for Orwell, because that's a whole topic in itself. Um, what have we got for this week? I know you have plenty of information, actually, this week now with various topics to, to go on to. Exactly. And just one, because, I mean, we've all heard of uh, all the COVID. So let's start with something a bit different. It's the WBCSD climate lockdown. And we'll give the link in the description. I'm not going to read all the stuff on it, but just one of the points is under a climate lockdown, governments would limit private vehicle use, ban consumption of red meat and impose extremely energy saving measures. While fossil fuel companies would have to stop drilling to avoid such a scenario, we must overhaul our economic structure and do capitalism differently. And a lot of the big boys are in that as uh, like 3M, Shell, BP, Novart, all the, all the bad boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that with stuff as well. I'm looking at recently is likes of the one of the biggest companies in the world, if not the biggest, is the the, the BlackRock, and um, you know they're buying a serious amount of property now across the world at the minute. Um, they're buying up actually for more than what it's actually worth, just so they can buy streets of you know houses and 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 premises up. So basically, the idea, of course, is you know you'll uh, you loan nothing and uh, they loan everything, then they'll rent it out you and you pay rent and you'll be happy though, of course, that's what they say. So um, that's the, what they're up to at the minute is just buying shitloads of actual um, property and um, going in time, of course, trying to rent it out. You all got to do with the Agenda 2030 and World Economic Forum and all the other nefarious um, pricks that are in the background, of course, can, controlling the whole project. That's, that's been going on for years. That's been going yeah. on since even before 2008, but when the crash yeah. happened, it was all vulture funds. I mean, I saw it in Ireland. They were selling off the properties at pennies in the pound, doing it all over the world, selling it to the vulture funds. Basically, if somebody had their house repossessed, they're supposed to get the best price, but they're not. It's all illegal what they've done and hopefully will not, will not come down. And basically, yeah. how I believe we'll do it, and it's, it's kind of important for our listeners, is we had a very good interview um, with uh, Christopher James from A Warrior Calls a live call this week and previously I was on another one and I've just put it up on the podcast so you should go in and you'll be putting we'd both be putting this one up so make sure you go in and listen to this he's given you loads of tips of how to do it in common law the guy really knows how to explain it properly there's a lot of people out there and I think their chances are getting people in trouble this guy is actually given like you've even witnessed a few of the stuff you've looked at a lot of his uh, cases yeah 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 his stuff is really really good like um to be fair now what actually does we leave a a link for you below just to actually his website and stuff like that in the description they can actually check his stuff out but um very very good stuff and what separates him from a lot of different people as well as he's not just going through the the usual theory and stuff he's actually bringing in you know court cases as they're actually going on and in the common law sense, and he's actually going through it properly. So you're actually seeing it pretty much in real time as to how the whole operation is is working out. So yeah, he's very good as far as the, the common law situation um, goes. And yeah, definitely check him out. We'll leave the a sale link in the subscription below or description. No, perfect. And uh, I know we have a lot of uh, English listeners and Boris Johnson. Like, to be honest, I'm impressed with the way the English are fighting and standing up. You know, we saw nearly a million or something. I mean, it's hard to get the numbers because obviously the BBC aren't going to tell you, you know, in the last protest. But... Boris Johnson coming out of number 10 recently and they were all booing him, loads of cyclists, and they basically blocked his car. 
they were just all staying there. They had to get yeah. the, the you know the police to kind of move them out. I, I, they didn't show that part of it, but I'm sure they probably got battered. But I would say very impressive by the English the way that they they've done that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's about time at all. It never actually happened. Um, the numbers are getting bigger and bigger by the day. Um, and thankfully, yeah, may that may that last a very long time. And yeah, with Boris, of course, he's announced. You know, now again, of course, you no, know, but he's been this for weeks and weeks. You know, he kind of just dangled the carrot for a while, or as he calls it, the day of freedom here in England. You know, on the twenty first of June, everything is supposed to open up and no social distance and all this crap. You know, but now because you know the Indian variant kind of renamed as the, the Delta variant, um, he's he's going to say that oh well, I'll have to let you know this Monday now. If I can or I can't basically let you out of your cages again and reopen all the, the economy. It might have to be just pushed back a couple of weeks just so we can get the you know the over 50s fully vaccinated or injected, as we should say, because not a vaccine. And um then we have a bit more, you know, safety in the community for all and all this kind of stuff. So shove back a month or so you're talking into what mid-July, maybe the end of July, is get they're trying to push out as close as they can to that autumn winter time period when all of a sudden the cases will be turned well, the fake cases will be, you know, turning into deaths and then they'll have more and even more of an excuse to, to try and, uh, you know, put people into lockdown again. So, I mean, yeah, people can't see the scam at this stage. It's just, it's incredible. We've been, you know, going on about for months and months, but we still unfortunately have to tell people like the fraud and scam that's been, you know, perpetrated against, against humanity. Like there is no variance, there's no Delta Indian variant whatsoever. Like there is no virus, simple as that. So people just understand that very basic concept and uh, there is no virus then everything else around it crumbles and fall apart. But yeah, that's uh, Boris and his, his tricks, of course. But moving on for that is we have um, the Foo Fighters. I suppose a lot of people, this is a thing here from the NME actually, and the headline of it says, anti-vax Foo Fighters fans are renouncing the band over their New York gig. So what's happened is um, the band actually are going to play, they'll perform full capacity, mask-free show at Madison Square Garden later this month, June the 20th. The first gig the venue has hosted since March 2020, all attendees will be required to show proof that they have had the two doses of the coronavirus vaccine. <laughs> so that's the story with, uh, yeah, Dave Grohl. Not very, uh, shall we say, rock and roll with the band he was back in the day with Nirvana, of course, with Kurt Cobain. The amount of needles he was around with Kurt Cobain all the time and the stuff he, he came out and said about it. And, you know, uh, now all of a sudden he doesn't want one person, but uh, he actually wants his whole audience now to be actually jabbed so he can play... Um, Belt out a few of his tunes to the audience, but I boycott that. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't go near that kind of a venue. If that's the kind of state of affairs you have to go in, you have to be jabbed to go and see Foo Fires in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of our followers will actually stop following them now for that. And well, exactly, because if you if you think if you normalize that, we know there's some true fans of Foo Fires, other bands they like, and they're like, oh, I'll, I'll go on it regardless of what. Um, but yeah, if you if you submit yourself to that kind of a tyranny. Um, you know, I mean, talk about this, the word like, freedom. With, with, with the R, we'll just read that book. And that, mm. that's what you're getting into, basically. Yeah, it, it's, it's just absolute madness what people actually are going to submit themselves to. But, um, you know, as, as uh, we say, and even, you know, Warrior Calls, it's a similar thing as well. You know, ignorance is our enemy um, of mankind uh, across the globe, which is very, very true. And, um, you know, knowledge is power. But um, on top of that as well, I know we have the... Um, EU Parliament there and they're actually saying I know we've been talking on enough kind of from the these digital COVID certificates and all that kind of stuff well the latest part on it is the EU Parliament gives green light to the EU or digital COVID certificate so it actually says on it um, Brussels Belgium on June the 9th the plenary session of the European Parliament gave its final green light to the EU digital COVID certificate which now awaits approval from the Council of the European Union before entering into force on July 1st for a 12 month period of course the Council of the European Union 
that'll be easy just in case that yeah can we can we let in yeah of course you can no problem at all but the actual uh yeah for a period of 12 months do, do people honestly believe this is just being brought in from a period of 12 months when all these companies in the background all this paper is on thousands and thousands hundreds of thousands i don't know maybe millions has been poured into this just for a 12 month period and that's it you're, you're this is the, this is the tiptoe basically into the social credit um score system that china has for for many years and this is the the early stages of what it is so if people um, don't cop on pretty pretty soon they're in a very very dark place especially with with all the currency stuff going on at the minute and just talks of you know banks collapsing and also the, the economy with the the crash of the you know the fiat and, and all this and things moving into the digital the cryptocurrency um yeah that's another nerd that's basically like you know Slavery 2.0 in another sense um, is what it's all adding to, but they're going to catch you every way they can as much as possible. So just be watching out for these little uh, tricks that are they're trying to surround you with for those who are not uh, awake yet or sitting on the fence. You want to look into it sooner rather than later because time is ticking fast. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there was a whistleblower from um, uh, Facebook was on Candy Soane's show, the Daily Wire show, uh, about vaccine hesitancy. And basically, he was exposing that they're doing algorithms so that, in other words, well, we know we're being pushed down anyway, but those that are pro-vaccine goes up the charts and those that mention anything go down. And she actually, the, the host, uh, Candice, actually posted something that was from the CDC and it got removed mm. and she got her lawyers on it and nothing happened. They basically said they can do what they want. So just to be aware, I mean, we know Facebook is the bad boy anyway. Yeah. But you know, like they're, the, the whistleblowers actually confirmed it, that the way they're doing it, the algorithms, they're basically pushing an agenda. And that's why some people, I mean, we'll, we'll see a few things because they know we're anti-vax, we're anti-COVID, we're anti, you know, we're, we're basically research, understand and follow, you know, the truth. But they, other people aren't seeing that. They're only seeing. So if they're even on the fence, they're not mm-hmm. going to see it on Facebook. They're going to be pumping on with the stuff and then they'll think, oh, everybody's getting vaccinated. I might as well get vaccinated. And of course, so just, yeah. Just be careful. They're playing dirty games. It's that group think analogy for most of the people. Like, well, if they're getting that, I better, I better feel I get or I left, get left out of society or something. But speaking on the, you mentioned the CDC there. This is from a, an article here from vaccineimpact.com and it says, the headline says on it, CDC begins mass extermination program of American children aged 12 to 17 implementing eugenic population control measures through COVID-19 bioweapons. Uh, it's a long article. I won't read it all out, but I'll just read a couple of paragraphs, small paragraphs on it itself. This is Rachel Walinsky, the, the current director of the criminal organization, the marketing arm of the pharmaceutical industry, the CDC, which should be named more appropriately as the Center for Death and Population Control, has committed crimes against humanity by heading up a program to kill, maim, and render infertile American children between the ages of 12 to 17. The CDC has a long history of corruption and they have proven over and over again that we cannot trust anything they say or publish. Even this week, they withheld data of the COVID-19 vaccine deaths reported to VARS system. Every week for the past several months, they have updated the number of the selected adverse events reported after COVID-19 vaccine. But for the first time, not this week, it will show or it shows the total of 4,863 deaths reported through last week. This total has always been a couple of hundred more than what they release in their weekly data dumps on Friday into VARS. The data dump day has a huge increase in deaths from 4,406 last week to 5,165 today. That's an increase of reported deaths of 759 over the last week. But guess which age group had no increase in deaths according to the CDC? You got a 12 to 17 year olds. So 
I mean, and that's even saying, you know, they're, they're behind on things and their data and all this. Well, according to Dr. Sherry Tinpenny, which she said we spoke to recently as well, she said they're actually um, about three months behind, which is incredible. Um, if that is the case, they're three months behind on their actual reporting. So, I mean, there's, you know, serious, serious number, as, as we know, occurring there consistently all the time. And as we mentioned on before more than once, is the, the VARs, they've only been known to give out 1% of what it is, and at best 10%. So you can either multiply that by uh, 10 if you're generous, or if you're not so generous, you can say, I'll take the 1% and multiply by actually 100, and then you get closer to the actual debts that is going on at the minute. So that's on the CDC um, there at the minute. But uh, I know you had something, you've done a bit of a strange interview this week, not one we would normally talk about or, or bring up, but uh, something got to do with uh, flat earth. Uh, exactly. And, I mean, <laughs> like, this, what yeah. is he doing going down this rabbit hole? I, flat I, fucking I, earth? <laughs> I, I tell you what, the guy wrote to me, asked to be on the show. And I said, do you know what? Every single thing that I've discussed and looked at is just so fake. Like we know, you see the CDC, the World Health Organization, education, the courts, the health system, they're all infiltrated, they're all corrupt. I said, you know something? I'll get this guy on. I just listened to him. I was going to just do it, have a laugh. I wasn't going to do any research, just going to go, yeah, this this will be fun. You know, just see where, the, where, where they're coming from. And I don't know why, but in the morning I actually said, I'll do a bit of research. And then I done more research. And then I done more research. And I was kind of getting, this is kind of looking strange. So what I would say is we put the link in please watch it. But even afterwards, I started looking on Google Earth, not from something that he said, but just by listening to other people. It is very interesting. So I'm, I came in, as they call them, a glober, just open-minded. Tell me, you know, what you think. So that's why I would say, don't be thinking, hey, Roy's gone nuts. You know, get, get him a tinfoil hat. Like, just, just, I would love actually for you to, to listen to it and just let me know. Let me know what you actually think afterwards. But don't be commenting. I mean, there's people commenting. It goes up and they're just writing that. You have a, a lot of these trolls that just bought. There's a lot of nice comments as well. So please watch it and uh, same with yourself, Chris. You know, yeah, I haven't you, watched it yet. But you, know, yeah, you, you it, can buy me the tinfoil hat if yeah, you think so. Like, you I know? can. And uh, so are you going gonna to drop it? Are you, uh, are you convinced or not convinced? I'll tell you next week, all right? <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> yeah me at the end of the day with the, the flat earth the globe whatever it, it's kind of i just i don't see the relevance it doesn't matter if, if it's a square or a rectangular or whatever it is like i genuinely believe the earth is like the land and all that is bigger than what we're actually saying i'm not saying it's flat or anything like that but i'm saying it's actually bigger than what we're actually being reported and thought that's just my opinion i have no proof on that um but yeah well, I, I mean I, we we know that with the map the so-called globe, oh, the, yeah. that Africa was way bigger than what they were reporting. So why did they do that? So mm. that's one thing. But there's a load. And I, I'll actually give a few things that I picked up myself afterwards next week. Just a few little one-liners. And we don't want to be sticking with the flat. Like, no. Uh, just no, to, we'll move just on to the flat. Yeah. Get me out of this corner quick. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Exactly. Few has gone way down. <laughs> well, I'll give some people to fucking to laugh about a small bit. Actually, you've, I know you're just probably touching something else there. Is um, you know that we've been reporting about. You know, you can get a you get a beer if you get a, a jab. You can get you know donuts. You can get now uh, chips and burgers and fries and so on and so on. Well, the latest one now is um, the headline. This is from the you know the the Daily Fail online. 
Um, it's called uh, Forget Stickers. Washington State approves joints for jabs. I love the way the slogans just work all the time. Program allowing re- retailers to offer free marijuana at in-store COVID vaccination clinics. I'll just read a couple of bullet points on it. It says, Joints for Jabs was announced by the State Liquor and, and Cannabis Board Monday. The program gives a temporary allowance for state licensed retailers to provide a joint to people who receive a COVID-19 vaccination at clinic within their store. The allowance is optional for retailers and is set to be in effect until July 12th. Only pre-roll joints are allowed, not edibles or bongs. <laughs> the joint must be given during the vaccination visit and only to people 21 and up. <laughs> States around the country have been jumping on the promotion bandwagon in an effort to boost the sagging vaccination effort. Over half the population of the United States, 51.6% has received at least one dose and 42.1% are fully vaccinated. Yeah, I... I'd have a lot of big doubt over those figures. I don't think there's actually many, as many people as people believe are actually getting these uh, toxic injections. They're struggling, if anything. That's why the advertising has gone through the roof. The propaganda has gone through the roof. Um, and you've seen that guy lately um, promoting as well how cringe was it. The guy, well, what's his name? He was, uh, he, used to, he used to be in Baywatch and he used to have the car kit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know the guy. Yeah, I can't think of it. And, and the, the, the comments are based. I love the kid just basically rolled over him. But um, anyway, yeah, he's coming out. Get your vaccine. Get your vaccine. It's safe. It's great. Everybody should get their vaccine, of course. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on from the Giants for Jabs, you were just about to say something there. No, just following up from last week, as we mentioned on the, the Irish train, the guy had the camera himself. And I think we actually put up the clip as far as I remember. We yeah. did, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Only a two-minute clip, actually, yeah. Yeah, but there was actually somebody behind that was recording the whole lot. So you see him dragging him out. And I don't know, was it his wife? I assume it was his wife that was with him. And once they got outside, they were really manhandling. And then they grabbed the wife and it was terrible. Yeah, because you're not wearing a mask, we beat the crap out of you. You know, just forcing our arms behind our back and everything. In Ireland, we call the police pigs when they're pigs. There's legitimate, nice police, and then there's pigs. They were pigs. So mm-hmm. they should lose their license. They should be liable for all their assets for doing something like that because that was physical abuse. The guy was saying, mm-hmm. I have a, an exemption and irrelevant. You shouldn't even have to wear this no matter what. But mm-hmm. they didn't even care and just pulled them off the train. Mm-hmm. And the conductor was the guy that was actually uh, orchestrating this. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and as we touched on at the start of this episode here, that's what even more reason 
for people to just go out and learn their common law and learn what it's all about. And don't just think, I've said that a few people months and months ago, oh yeah, was that some old English thing that happened 100 years ago, but it doesn't actually practically work in today's sense, does it? And it goes, no, it actually does. You, don't, you actually don't realize the power of common law when it's used in its truest uh, format, when it's actually done properly. Not some people see seeing YouTube and they're you know, saying these one-liners and they're thinking, oh, it's going to work. And all of a sudden they're arrested and banged up and they're kind of going, oh, that common law doesn't work. No, no, you need to know it properly. But common law is common sense. You don't need seven years of a degree or something to actually know what it's actually about. It's very, very simple when it's actually broken down in very simple form. And one of the best guys for doing that is um, is Christopher James on the Warrior Cause. There are others as well. We could give links to, but, you know, start in one place first. And I mean, he's definitely a very good go-to point to see what it's actually all about and how forceful and, and it actually works. Yeah. And like I know from years ago during the, the Irish property grab, there was people doing it, but I think they were doing it wrong. And I was kind of mm. looking at them and dipping into it, but it was kind of, nah, this is too complex. Your man, Christopher James, makes it very simple. Mm. I've read I've read four books. I know you read more. You're doing way more than me. But where once you kind of understand it, in reality, you just it's it's simple. You don't have to be extremely complex. And just oh. knowing a few things, we have been basically ripped off all our lives. The whole mm. thing is a fraud, and we have mm. proof of that. We know 100%. The whole lot of them are engaged in this. All these corporations. Stop mm. thinking there's good boys out there. All these actors. All as soon as you see someone promoting this, like uh, Michelle Obama or Michael Obama, as you call them, and all these different, all these different people, it's all a scam. Yeah. So th- stop thinking Trump is going to save you or QAnon or anyone else. We save ourselves, and how we save ourselves by doing the research. Chris goes away and figures out something. He shares it with me and shares it with others. I do the same, and we hope he'll do the same. Don't be relying on the government. The governments are failing us. The governments are all corrupt, every single one of them. And you could see it even in Canada, because at one stage, that Justin Trudeau or whatever, Mm. he looked like he was the nicest person ever. Yeah, now you're seeing who he's really ruled by. That was all a plan. So do not be hoping or planning on a government to make this change. You have to make the change yourself. And as I say, when you touched on Trudeau, like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because if people just just even do a small bit of research into his, his little daddy, um, you'll realize, yeah, you'll realize the corruption, you know, the alleged paedophilia, the, all the stuff that goes on there as well. So, I mean, yeah, that's another minefield to go in. But those, that Trudeau family are a fucking notorious. Uh, words can't describe some of those people and what they're up to and what they have when you go back to the generations on them itself. So, um, yeah, that's a bit in that. But, yeah, the common law, yeah, um, get into it. Advise anyone to get into it. Like we can say, we can do all the podcasts. We can tell you about all the corruption, all the agendas and all this going on and daily reports, weekly reports. And that's fantastic. It needs to be exposed and got out there, all the negative stuff as well. But making a practical difference in your life is the common law is the... I believe is the true key to freedom is the way to go when it's actually done in its proper truest form um, and knowing who you are. If you know, if people ask you the question, what rights do I have? Well, if you don't know what rights, by that definition alone, you have no rights. Simple as that. If you don't know it, that's it. Like, actually, it's a, I, I know we want to try and keep it within the half hour, but this is important because a lot of people want to travel and they don't want to do uh, you know, the PCR test and everything. Like, So we've seen some of this stuff don't sign the document. You're basically giving away your rights. When they have this little card that you fill in, do not sign it. That's actually, unfortunately, every single thing that you do when they get you to sign mm. or ask you, do you understand? Say, no, I yeah. don't stand under you. You know, yeah. just... Simply, yeah. It's like, it's like what you're touching here, like the cop or anyone that stops you inside the street, the last thing he'll say to, could be pulling you off for the wrong reason, the last thing he says, um, you know, I'm reading your rights now, blah, 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 whatever. He goes, and the final thing, do you understand me? 
the average Joe public will think like, do you comprehend me? Do you understand what I'm actually saying? Or do I have to repeat myself and read out what I just said again? The average person will just going to go, well, person, even that's a, you know, a legal term as well. Um, you're, you're, you know, your people or you're a living man or a living woman, but that's another minefield to get on with the actual, the wording and all that stuff as well. And uh, what he's actually saying to you is, um, when he says, do you, do you understand me? Um, he's basically saying, is, do you stand under my authority? Do you stand under my jurisdiction? And basically, you pretty much naively go, yeah, okay, you know, put me in the back of the wagon now and I'll go down. You've just stepped into his juris- jurisdiction. Nothing has been signed, but the verbal contract alone. So there's verbal ones, not just not just written ones as well. But um, yeah, your your signature is very very powerful. So don't just give it away to anyone. And in its truest form, it should be actually it's known as your autograph, not your signature. That's another legal kind of terminology as well. So um, you know, you're running up the street, you ask the famous guy or famous woman, "Can I get your signature?" No, you ask for their autograph. That's that's more of a true identity. But anyway, we, I know we want to. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you, I, you I think we'll try to do that, about. But... We'll try to do. No, no. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we can uh, basically do maybe five minutes every week because I know sometimes a lot of this stuff can be overwhelming if you kind of go deep down into that. So just you know, small yeah, we'll, little. on things if they're relevant to come up or whatever the case is. Yeah. That you know, we can just add it in here, add it in there. Just you know, the more you learn this stuff, the more it's better. And everybody can share um, communications with each other. So um, yeah, that's that's what I have there on, on my end um, for the moment. Anyway, so just like as always, just so much documentation and, and stuff to get through. But um, yeah, we'll we'll have another one as, as soon as possible as well. Not perfect yet. So, yeah, we'll come back again next week. So, thanks a million, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Roy. We'll chat you then. So, uh, you'll find Chris on mindmars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We've got a donation button. So, you know, it'll help storage microphones, Zoom meetings, and other bits and pieces. So, we appreciate anything. Buy me a coffee is one of the links that we've got. Interviewing so, flat earthers, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Would you would you buy me a coffee to hear about my flat flat earth? <laughs> so, yeah, I'll throw it over you. I'll buy it to throw it over you. <laughs> yeah, sure. We, next week, you can actually tell me honestly what you think. Oh, here Fair we enough. Go. Here we go. Yeah, go <laughs> I just think it's one of the most irrelevant conversations, but yeah, go on. (laughs) Thanks a million, Chris. Thank you all for listening. No worries. Talk to you then.